Well, what is up, everybody? You are not going to believe what just happened. I just did an entire podcast and never pressed record. Oh, I just did this. This exact podcast I just did, and I never pressed record. I, I mean, what the fuck? Any doctors out there? I got some questions. Half joking, half not joking. But here we are, everybody. Did I start with what is up, everybody? I don't think I did because I was so beside myself that I just fucking did this. So stupid. Uh. 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 not i'm losing my voice a little bit i'm so sorry what's going on everybody that's so dumb i can't believe that i did that yes i can but it's still pretty dumb i just did an entire one i'm not gonna lie to you it was pretty decent it was pretty decent uh i'll recap it by just doing and i know you're like just do the same exact one do you guys think i remember what i said are you new i don't remember that shit I fucking forgot to press press record. I, I got it. Okay. Are there any doctors that listen? Help me out with this a little bit. I am. I have recently started to. <laughs> this is so nerve wracking to say out loud. I've recently started to stutter every now and then have problems pronouncing words, get a little slurry. I am frightened to think what that means. Uh, I'm Listen, you know what? It's so funny. Um, because in the other podcast, I had opened by talking about how you know, I'm really trying, I'm doing my best not to be scared of things that might happen, right? That's what we're conditioned to be. Most of the things that you're worried about or you're anxious about, you're not, it's not things that are happening. You're worried about what might happen instead of looking at the window and just going, oh, shit's actually okay. You know what I mean? Um, but funny that I ended up started, I started right away worrying about uh um something that might happen because that memory thing and then the slur right up front and this is Tom Petty I need to know so good yeah but guys I think it's really important to look 
there's got to be a healthy blend. But I'm re and I'm saying this out loud because I'm not great at it. I I go in and out of tranquility. I go in and out of zen. I go in and out of relaxation, like all of us. Um, and most of the times when I come out, I'm worrying about something that might happen or could happen, as opposed as opposed to just dealing with right now and what's in front of me and how lucky I am to just have been born in this country. And not in Syria. And not... Oh, my fucking God. The whole operation is hitting the shitter. My phone just died. So you're out of luck with music. And I can't find my fucking charger. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. And you know I have no idea what I was talking about. I mean, you know... This is what I'm... Guys. It's so crazy. How... Just, I can't, it's hard for me to even talk about. It's hard for me, like more, more than ever before in my life do I have these, these, these crazy ups and downs. He's, I've never been that guy where I'm like, Fucking so mad at my iPod shuffle. So mad because it keeps putting Johnny Guitar Walker in the mix and Leonard Cohen. I'm like, how are these motherfuckers on my shuffle every three songs? Then I'm like, why am I so mad at an inanimate object? And you know, it's funny, guys, when I when I say out loud on here, you know, you gotta be zen and, 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 and don't worry about things that, like, worry about being in the moment, like... A lot of times I'm talking to myself. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to you, but I'm also talking to me. And I don't know what's going on with me. I got these crazy, not like where I'm raging, but I get so fucking mad. And especially at myself, so mad. And I've been just getting more tense and I can feel it in my chest and like, and I, 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 a lot of it is, a lot of it is, is this this career, knowing that I don't have nearly enough guys, nearly enough money to retire. I promise you, I don't and never have made nearly as much money as you think. I, you know, I, I know a lot of comics that do, but they're making a ton more than me on the road. They sell a ton more tickets. I think the the optics, just because of the shows that I've been on, and maybe visibly I'm as big as them, but for whatever reason that shit never translated to the other things. So I'm not I'm not even close to being in a position to retire. Not what I'm telling you. We are not, and Beth and I, not close. And I also am fucking fully aware that I'm at an age where, look, I, people ask me all the time, why haven't I seen you on TV? Nobody wants to see me on TV. There's younger and better and better looking and all that shit. Fresher. You know, the, the, the Shark After Dark show might come back this year. I think they get rid of Eli, and I thought he did a really good job. 
Um, and I kind of reached out to be like, hey, you know, I'm available if you guys. But basically the word back is, yeah, we want something new. And I get it. That's what this business is. It doesn't make it any easier. It's why I would always, um, I would always just try to dissuade people from getting into this business. It, not because I don't like the people in it. And it's cutthroat. And a lot of other businesses are cutthroat. So that doesn't bother me either. But the constant rejection and the constant constant questioning because your product is you so when you're putting out your product if you're if you're like man that product isn't good enough if, if you're making a car and you're like it's not good enough it's not like they don't like you they just don't like your car so i i, I would always you you it's such a weird thing because generally confident people who feel good about themselves don't get into this business <laughs> so it's hard to say how they would do and, um, but, but think about it. I always use judge Reinhold as an example. He had massive success, but this is the only job that when you stop working, you're seen as a loser. Imagine that I would were judge Reinhold, the fucking, he was in some great movies, did some great work. And now he's a joke. Why is he a joke? Just because he got older and some, there was a new judge Reinhold. Look, I bet you what's happening with Ben Stiller right now, and, and you would look at, right, and probably go, what do you mean Ben Stiller had a great career? He put out some fucking great movies. Some of the, in his time, like, look, dude, Tropic Thunder, fuck you, Dodgeball, Starsky and Hutch, all those, Royal Tenenbaums, all the funny fucking movies. And right now, nobody's got an appetite for him. That is, and I know people are like, he's got a gazillion dollars. Yeah. But you can't be from go from being the guy to somebody that an entire generation doesn't give a fuck about. I'm not. I don't. I'm not sitting here feel but say feel bad for Ben Stiller. I'm just saying. It's no wonder that the, you know there are some fucking wacky people in this business, and so for me right now, I am. I fight every day. Wait, because then I also f have f have some solace in the fact that I know that I'm better than I've ever been. So that makes me feel good. But then I start to go, well, what if I never get to show people that I'm better? And I know there are people, just judging by the numbers on this podcast and how the numbers dropped after, you know, it's been a long time since I was with Sarah on here, but like, um, but like, it it's a bummer to me. There are people that I'm sure saw me six years ago. And six years ago wasn't a terrible show. Five years ago was not a terrible show. Not terrible. But I'm sure they were expecting more. And I just wish all those people would come out now. Like right now I'm having so much fucking fun on stage. So I go in between. I vacillate. You can hear me vacillate as I just sit here opining away. I love some of it. I love it. I just wish I had another skill that I could go get another job where I'd be like, oh, there's a paycheck for 10 years. Yay. You know what I mean? I don't have to worry about that shit. Woo. But then, then you got to balance. Well, would the piece that comes with that override the fact that I was doing something that I didn't want to do? I don't think so. That's why I'm still here. That's why I'm still here. 
because I think I'd be miserable every day. And I would rather have the stress than the misery. Do you know what I mean? But at some point, you get tired of chasing a carrot. At some point, you get tired of running the track, just running in circles all the time. At some point, you got to go, okay, that, that point is not there for me right now. I still, it's not even the carrot. I, my, my love for what I do overrides the, the anxiety that I feel now. Who knows if it would always be like that, you know? And here's the thing, like, it's why I'm trying to really implement stopping to uh, not being scared of tomorrow and just embracing today and how do I make today better so I don't have to be scared about tomorrow, you know? How to make today better so I don't have to be scared about tomorrow. That is the fucking thing that I'm trying to figure out. You know, I'm trying to figure out. There's so many things I can't figure out. There's so many things I can't figure out. What the fuck? But at the end of the day, you know, as much as I get in my own head, and you guys get in your heads too, and because the brain will fuck you up, man. Look, this is how you know the brain is the most powerful thing. There are people that live in the same country here. And some people think this country is about to sink into the ocean. And other people think it's now the best, it's better than it's ever been. It's your brain. Your brain. They're living in the same place, same universe, same world, same country. It's your brain, right? Your brain can, your brain tells you how you're going to feel. So you got to get in there with your brain, man. That's what I've been trying to do. I just don't know how to have a healthy balance of, of, look, I don't want to close my eyes and be like, today, 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 today. You still have to, you know, be aware of your surroundings and what's happening. But to constantly live in fear of things that might happen instead of living your life seems like a bad way to take your ride on this rock. So what's the balance? And I know that I've probably contradicted myself 74 times in however long I've been doing this. 15 minutes? Because, again, just talking it out now i'm going to try to turn on my shuffle again and i'm going to try to do it as as just calmly as i possibly can and if leonard cohen uh okay let me tell you something right now if leonard cohen johnny guitar walker who else would really fucking bother the shit out of me um I think that right now is really where the problem has been. Those two just keep coming up. And man, I don't want fuck you. Fuck. I bought the Leonard Cohen album because I thought I was had. I thought I had to. But you know what? Meh. Fucking meh. Fucking. I love his lyrics, but fuck listening to him. Meh. It is like Xanax coming through the speakers. Ugh. I mean, he's better than fucking Bob Dylan, but you got to be in the mood. You can't just random shuffle and throw. You got to be like, you know what? I want to hear Leonard Cohen. It can't be like, oh, fuck yeah. I haven't heard Leonard Cohen in a while. Nope. Nope. There Now, there are, some, there, there are some songs that fall into that category. To me, the Eagles fall into that category. I'll never put the Eagles on. 
I just heard him too much. But if an Eagles song comes on, I'm like, oh, I haven't fucking heard that in a long time. I finally heard Stairway to Heaven the other day, and I was like, that sounds good again. It did. It found. So let's. Oh, here we go, everybody. Let's start off with some beauty. Dandy Warhols. Horse pills. Hey, so. <laughs> I was in a restaurant yesterday. And uh, I got my headphones on. And it was at a Mexican restaurant, Paquito Mas, here in uh, the valley. And this person, this they got their food, and they were sitting across from me. And so I just could see them. I was looking out the window, but they were in my eyesight. They tested their food, not by putting it on a fork and putting it to their mouth, by touching their tongue to the food that was already on the plate. So they bent over. And stuck their tongue out and touched everything. That to me is, is the same as the person, the, the dude who wipes back to front. Like, what? This is, there's a, there's a, no, mm, we don't do that. Will you put your fuck, your tongue on the, uh-uh, and back to front wipers. That's like, look, I didn't know until maybe a couple weeks ago that there are dudes who stand up when they wipe. Stand up. So when they go to the bathroom, they go number two. They stand up to what? Why are you standing? Well, you're already in the perfect position. Who's standing? And when you stand, there's just, listen, everything's contained in the toilet. The pooper is over the water. Any molecule, bacteria, whatever, it's dropping out there. You stand up. I don't know if there's a, like a, like a. Of poop to fall. What the fuck? You're spreading it around? And then you gotta do some sort of maneuver to spread those cheeks. Like when you're sitting down, the cheeks are already spread. I don't... I don't... Now, one guy told me he stands because he does it in the mirror to make sure he gets everything. Hey, man. Gross. Gross. You don't wipe in the mirror, you fucking gross. Are you kidding me right now? Oh, by the way. Okay, this is going to sound terrible. Terrible. And if you are triggered by a word, it is time to fucking turn the podcast off. So my brother and I were high last night over at the house. And we were talking about what funny practical jokes could be. If you played a funny practical joke on a lot of people. So, you know, if you sky, like, you know, you write in the sky, you know what I mean? And what are those guys called? Skywriting? Right skying? Sky letters? Sky alphabet? What the fuck? Whatever it's called. Sky, skywriting? I don't know. So, um, if you, if you just, you know, somebody put, I love you or marry me or, but if you're going to spell out the word, because, you know, people mouth it out as they go. I I love I love I love you I love and they do it as like oh come on everybody miss you off of some girls a great song by the Stones but if you wanted to play a practical joke on everybody you would spell the word 
retard. And you would look up and they'd be like, re, 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 retard. And then when they started to spend the spell the D, you know, someone would say it and be like, motherfucker. It's super funny joke to, to do on like a million people at once. No, not so politically correct, but you know what? Not all jokes are. And I'm not outlawing that word. It would be a terrible thing to do, and whoever did it would get in a lot of trouble. But I would laugh. There's just so many things funny about it. It's funny on so many fucking levels. That's the kind of shit that makes me laugh. That's what I want to do on, on Control Chaos, everybody. I hope you're watching the show. If you're listening to this and you like me, and you like what I do, I promise you you're going to like Control Chaos. I promise you. Please go to my Facebook fan page and check it out. It is just an hour of ridiculous fun. No politics, no social issues, just fun. And fun with the best comics in the fucking world. You have got to listen and wa- not listen, watch this show. Do me a favor. Watch this show. You know what I mean? It's a good, good time. You can go to my YouTube page and watch it. Watch it on Facebook. And next week is Brendan Shaw, Whitney Cummings, and Greg Garcia. It is a fucking blast. So I hope you're watching it. But that kind of stuff, man, makes me laugh. That would be one of the best jokes to play on a group of people. I'm getting ready to play another practical joke, by the way, everybody. I can't can't really get into what it is. But I'm hoping it's going to be just baboombie. And it will replace the, oh, won't you? Oh, come on, come on. It will replace the, hopefully, the Vegas story. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I've been trying to write some new stuff. And um, uh, I think I got, you know, that story about me walking around the block with that cluster headache high on some sativa weed. I think I'm really starting to to, to, to nail that one down. Um, and I'm going to bring it back out on the road. I've told you guys, I, I don't do stand up in the conventional way. And I, and I actually would tell you that the way I do it is probably not good for my business. Um, because you're supposed to tour on a certain hour, put it away, tour another hour. And I kind of mixed and matched for years because I was working on different things at different times and sometimes I would put a story away and come back to it. That story I told on Prince and the Wolf a year ago and I told it maybe four times on stage but I ju- and I put it away because I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing with this story right now and I was stuck in a rut. The reason I put a story away is because I feel like my brain is just taking me down one path over and over and over again. So when I put it away and I pick it up, I hope that my brain takes me down a different path, you know? And it finally has. So psyched to get that um, story out there and back on the books. Guys, let me just say one thing real quick, by the way, also. Um, And by the way, if you think Jolly Ranchers are better than Starburst, as a few of you have told me you do, you're you've I mean, clearly you're a Russian bot like you don't fucking know. Jolly Ranchers not in the top 10 candy Starburst near the top. That is it's not even an argument. You know, it's like calling, um, you know, when they call two teams rivals, but one team always win. Like when the, before the Red Sox beat the Yankees in 2004, I hated that they called the sportscasters to be like, this rivalry, what rivalry? What rivalry? They beat, and when, whenever another team always wins, that's not a rivalry. That is an ass kicking. 
Starburst Jolly Rancher, somebody said rivalry. It's not a rivalry. Where's the rivalry? One is really good, and one's fair. One you can chew and eat without problems. One feels like it's going to rip every fucking tooth out of your mouth. One unwraps like a fucking piece of butter every time. And one, when you're done unwrapping it, you feel like you got semen, like cherry-flavored semen all over both your hands. Not that I've had semen or cherry-flavored semen. Come on! ACDC. So good. I love that. They have, they have some of the best beginnings of any songs. They hook you right the fuck away. Come on. So good. I'm banging my head right now. I'm by the way, I'm setting up this I'm setting this up to uh, do it on video. I'm gonna start putting it on YouTube. Um I do want to talk about what's happening at the border real quick. Um guys. This is this is when we know we're in a time where people aren't listening to each other. I don't know how you defend what's happening at the border right now. And I've heard a lot of people try to. They're breaking the law. Yeah, this is them being separated by their kids is not from their kids is not a law. Not something you have to do. It's something you're deciding to do. And you're using the kids and their treatment as a bargaining ploy, a bargaining chip. Man, it is a ballsy move. I'm not going to lie to you. It is a ballsy fucking move. It's also a such a dick move. And let me just say to any of you who... I have been, and I just, I fucking made a mistake and got into it with people on Twitter yesterday. I don't do that anymore. Twitter arguments are dumb. It's like throwing a rock in the sky and thinking you're going to hit a star. You're not going to change anyone's minds, guys. It looks like you might. The stars look like they're right there. Yeah, you know what I mean? And Alabama Chicky 72 seems like a normal person. Um, That's not a real person. I was just throwing it out there. And it's not necessarily Alabama or women or fucking, I, it's 2018. I can't believe I have to say that shit, but relax, everybody. How you can justify this, when you justify this, all you're telling me is we are now only voting party. You are now no longer interested in holding people accountable. Now, if you're going to tell me Obama, 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 okay, cool. And the media didn't cover, and, and guys, I, uh, uh, there's so many, and I'm using facts and air quotes here, facts about this. I honestly uh, don't know and don't care and haven't researched if the Obama administration did the same thing. I'll tell you why. Obama isn't president. I'm sure he did some terrible things. Can we fix those? No. You know what we can fix? What's happening now? It's like saying, hey guys, people used to beat their kids in the fucking 1800s. And they used to, you know, there used to be horrible violence towards women and there was no, nobody cared. So it was happening in the 1800s, so why do you care now? No. Bad shit happened before. And things change. And if the media didn't cover it before, shame on them. They're covering it now. I don't know how in today's day and age 
we keep justifying behavior, bad behavior, because it happened before. It's the worst. You wouldn't do that with your kid. You wouldn't be like, well, he stole from the store last year. So it only makes sense that his brother's going to do it this year. No, you don't want his brother to fucking do it either. I don't understand the argument. Secondly, and guys, if there was no outrage when it was happening before, then that is a problem also. But now we can fix it as human beings. We can fix it. Second, when you're telling me that uh, as a parent, would you, they're bad parents. They're putting their kid as a parent. I can't believe how callous. Do you think that they're leaving a country in a situation like they live under a waterfall and they shit gold? If you are putting your kid in a situation where you're walking a thousand miles, risking death, risking rape, risking who fucking knows what happens in those, just all the dangers that come along with traveling a thousand miles by foot with a child. If you're willing to risk that, that doesn't tell me that these people are fucking putting their kids at risk. For, that tells me that it's so bad where they are. It's so bad where they are. It's so hopeless that you're looking at this the wrong way. What they're doing isn't criminal. It, they are trying to rescue their kids. And people keep saying, as a parent, don't, yeah, as a parent, I would die for my kid, which also means, and everybody, is Guy Clark. Don't let the sunshine fool you. So, this is not a situation where they're leaving great situations or they're trying to put their kid in danger. Guys, they're fleeing places that are terrible. They're looking for better lives for their kids. I for sure would do the same thing. If you're telling me I lived somewhere where there was no future for my kid, zero future, and I know people are like, stay, fight, and change. Yeah, that is the dumbest. It, come on. Guys, they are looking for better lives for their kids. How are we now turning that into a bad thing, into them being bad parents? If they, it was good where they were, they're staying. They obviously feel helpless and hopeless. I know people who get so mad because of their school district, the future of their kid. They move into a school district. They're moving school districts to make the lives better for their kids. You think if they lived in one town where they knew that their kid, it was a good chance they were going to die, they wouldn't do everything they could to get their kid out of that fucking town? Of course you would. Stop vilifying these people for trying to make their kids' lives better. Now, do, are they breaking a law? Yeah. They're breaking a law. They've clearly weighed that decision and been like, you know what? Risking this walk and the trip across the border, the risk of all the bad that could happen is worth what I know is going to happen if we stay where we are. I just don't get it. I don't get how there is any slant on this that is, it is a positive. And I heard some guy yesterday be like, hey, it's just temporary. Well, one, how the fuck do you know that? What are we doing with those kids? So you send you send the parent back. What are we doing with those kids? We put them in foster system? What? 
That's what happens to some of these kids. They end up in the foster system. They never go back to their parents. What? It just seems so callous and ridiculous that we can't, as a country, figure out a way to keep Dr. Dre. It makes no sense. And I know people are like, but the Obama, guys, stop it. Obama's not president. It's like me going back to Bush. And by the way, I didn't love everything Obama did every, either. But he's not president. Blaming, it just doesn't do any good. And to justify what you thought was, and, and here's another thing I don't understand, man. Like Obama was terrible, right? So you're saying that the border problem is because of what happened because of Obama is what is being said. But then you're also saying, well, this was Obama's policy too, to take kids away. Well, which one is it? You liked this policy or you didn't? Politics has never been more political. I fight myself every day trying not to get involved. You know, I get involved in my daily ba in daily life. I don't get involved on Twitter. I talk a little bit about it here. I don't get involved in on social media, guys, because with the amount that I would get involved, like I'm not a social activist, the amount that I would get involved would just be for the echo chamber. And then you end up getting in arguments with people on Twitter, and that does no good. So I, I really try to affect change the way I think I can affect change, which is face-to-face -face with people. But I just can't figure out how this is a positive in any way. Don't tell me they're enforcing a law. It's not a law to separate. You don't have to do that. And it, it's not the parents' fault. And I'm okay if we have a disagreement about how the border should be run. And I'm okay about if we have a disagreement about our immigration policy. This isn't either one of those. I'm okay with policy disagreements, guys. We live in America. That's going to happen. This isn't policy. And the fact that people are picking sides shows me that nobody cares about the country. They don't. When you're picking sides on this, you don't care about the country or, or humanity. You just want one person to look good. It's unhealthy. It's unhealthy, everybody. It, it makes no sense. And I totally get it if you're like, well, they got to stop coming across the border. Cool. Uh, fine. I... I I'm not against figuring out how to make it so we're getting a realistic and smart amount of people into the country every year. We shouldn't cut off immigration. That's what makes this country great. But we don't want to just have a fucking open faucet either. Totally agree. This has nothing to do with that. This is has nothing to do with that. So... We're better than this, but are we? <laughs> I know people are saying this is in America, but isn't it? We don't do this, but don't we? But don't we? Oh, it's just not. It's it's a really upsetting situation. And we got to be better. We got to be better. We got to be better. I heard somebody say it's just for a couple months. Are you going to do that? Send your kid to a cold, sterile place. They're not allowed to touch the kids. Not allowed to hold the kids. Send your fucking two-year-old somewhere for three, four months where they can't be touched or held. Yo, we're making enemies with an ally. Ally.
We're making enemies. We're making people hate us. The same way we did with the Middle East and with Muslims. I, I'm not. I don't know if it's going to be on that level. But, you know, we did some things that angered an entire generation of people over there. I'm not saying they were right. I'm not saying we were right. I'm just saying that happened. And then the propaganda machine went to work. And here we are. We've done. And this is one of those things. We're potentially. Like. Turning an entire generation of our allies against us seems pretty dumb what the fuck do I know I'm just some guy who half the time doesn't even know what the fuck he feels that's Ryan Adams my winding wheel here's what I'm gonna ask you guys to do watch control chaos on my Facebook fan page tag people anybody you fucking know who might like that show Tag him, tag him, tag him, tag him. Then if you want some Mac Weldon's, you guys know my deal with Mac Weldon's. In the last night's show, man, we had a dude come on and try on some Mac Weldon's. You should check out his body. Um, So, yeah. Here's what we got. Go to MacWeldon.com. Type in chaos. C-H-A-O-S. All caps. These are the things that are going to help me keep doing the show, guys. They just will. These are things that are going to help me keep doing the show. Right now, it's all out of my pocket. I want to make this the best for me and for you. And I'm asking, I'm, I am asking for your help. Chaos, C-H-A-O-S, MacWeldon.com, all caps. And then also, Dollar Shave Club, guys. All I can tell you is, and I'm not going to do a huge pitch for them, because the pitch is easy. If you're If you're spending money on razors and you're not, buying Dollar Shave Club, you're just wrong. You're spending more for a, 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 a product that I guarantee you isn't better. It might be the same. It's not better. 100% better, not better, and probably worse. That comes to your door. It's in the name how cheap it is. If you are not doing it, you're just doing it wrong. It makes no sense why you wouldn't want something cheaper, better, that gets delivered to you. Huh? Dollar Shave Club, go and type in The Wolf. You're going to get a $5 deal that's pretty fucking great. All caps. The Wolf. I'm so glad you guys are with me when I'm all over the place here. I was told this week, or last week, by a marketing expert that one of the reasons is that I, um, because I went in to see how to market Control Chaos and my brand and all and he said, you know, one of the reasons that I'm having problems is I don't know what the fuck your brand is. You're all over the place. You're serious. You're funny. You're ridiculous. You're not. What, it, what, what are you? And I don't know. I try to figure that out every week on this podcast, oddly enough. Every week on this podcast, I try to figure out who the fuck I am. Sometimes I think I know and sometimes I don't. And sometimes I feel great. And sometimes I don't. And I, I really do that all with you guys. So, come out. Come check out Control Chaos. Oh, should I play you guys? No. 
This is All the Way by Rival Sons. If you like rock and roll and you're not listening to Rival Sons, you're missing out. Hey, any doctors listening? What does it mean if I started to stutter and do things like um, like mis- uh, mispronounce words and get a little slurry with my tongue? My tongue has started to get lazy a little bit. That's the best way I can describe it. Anyone want to help me? What does that mean is happening to me? Is it got to do with my brain? Should I finally go get a neurologist? Anyone listening? I love doing this. I, you guys know the, the when I don't do this show, it's because I'm struggling a little. You guys know that's when I stay away from this show. That's why I didn't do it last week. And it's why I almost didn't do it this week. But here we are. I even go, like, I've never been, I've never had so many up and downs, guys. In half an hour. In minutes. I just can't figure out what's going on. Uh, I won't get to the bottom of it. There ain't no quitting this motherfucker. This helps. This therapy session every week or every other week, whenever I fucking do it. And you guys, talking to you guys at my shows. All good. And please listen to the, watch the High Live, Control Chaos. And whatever else I can figure out to fucking do. All right? Let's make some shit happen. You got a suggestions? You know, keep them to yourself. <laughs> All right, everybody. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. You know, even when you're struggling personally, I still try to get out there with a smile. Because what's happened in my life, I have no reason to take that out on anybody else, you know? And I don't even know what's happened in my life. I just know that the past six months, I've never felt better and worse. I've never felt more sure and more insecure. I've never felt more positive about the future and never felt it was going to be more bleak. I've never felt stronger and also had tears at just the very fucking surface of my body at all times. I don't know. Is that... Is that how we're supposed to be? And for the first time ever in a long time, and I'm not not talking about Stopping what I'm doing, but I for the first time ever since I've been here. I'm really thinking about leaving LA 
And I like it here, guys. I like the people. This is not me going, fuck California. I just... <clears throat> I'm constantly swimming upstream. And I know that with the money that I'm... When the money I make here, guys, I need to be on the road every weekend. I'm not making a ton of money. Anybody thinks that I'm rich or something like that, I am not rich. And we're not... Beth and I are not necessarily great with our money either. So... But I would like to stop being knee-deep in the grind all the time. I just wouldn't mind still doing what I love and hopping on stage, but I think I could live very comfortably somewhere else in the country and not have to wake up every morning like, how the fuck am I going to do this? You know, a lot of things happen. And I think obviously, man, I'm sure I can't look past midlife crisis. I'm sure there's a lot of that shit happening. I'm right in it, man. I'm right in it. You know, I'm 48 years old. I'm right, I'm right in that midlife crisis. This is called Gris Gris Satchel by the Band of Heathens. St. John's Eve, gone to see Marie on Pontchartrain. 12,000 black and white standing in the rain. Gold stars All right, guys. Time to lace them up again. Get out there. Lace them up. Get out there. Because even though we got those ups and downs, and even though some days you're like, what am I fucking doing? And even though some days it just seems like it'd be easier just to stay in bed. Guess who's going to feel sorry for you? Nobody. So eat. When I'm at my lowest is when I'm swinging the hardest. Because there's something in me that's like, I don't want to feel this anymore. I know what it feels to not feel that. It's great to have a little bounce in your step. To feel positive about what's going to happen tomorrow. All that stuff is amazing. When I'm at my lowest, I swing the hardest. I don't know what else to do. Because I refuse to accept that feeling. I refuse to accept that that is my reality. I refuse to accept that I need to be stuck in it. And sometimes you do, man. Sometimes you find yourself there for days, weeks, whatever. But swinging back feels good. And chipping away feels good. Tiny little goals, tiny little victories, tiny little yeses. And, you know, it's really hard in this business not to take things personally because what you're selling is yourself. I've said this before. You're not selling a copier. You're not selling a, an idea. You're selling you. And so with the rejection is really personal. And... Sometimes it makes no sense because you think whatever you're doing is fucking great. Obviously, you think that. You're, it's you. It's your stuff. 
So sometimes it's personal, man. Sometimes it gets to you. But when that does happen, I really do try to remember how lucky I've been. How I've had such a great time here. I want to fucking, honestly, look, I'm not the most famous person in the world, but I bet you in the amount of people in the history of time that have ever tried stand-up comedy, I got to be in the upper 1% or 2% of, uh, of people who've done it. Not quality. I'm not saying quality. I'm the one or two percent. But as far as success wise, one or two percent in the history, at least top five. Again, that's just because I'm not saying I'm the most famous person in the world. I'm just putting it in perspective of how many people haven't been able to accomplish things that I. Ed Sheeran, perfect. I, I, I always it's important for me to remember that kind of stuff. Perspective. I know sometimes I don't live up to my own goals. But does that mean I'm failing? Perspective. Again, guys, talking things out. Up and down for me. I'm going to the gym. Got to go to the gym, find somebody to hate, get some of the segregation out. New tour dates coming up today. ComedianJoshWolf.com I almost didn't do this one today, guys. As you can tell, I'm still kind of mired in it a little bit. But I just wanted to share it with you. I don't know why. I usually wouldn't. But... Here we are, man. And I just, I guess I did because we're all in this together. Yeah, you got to take care of yourself, but you're part of a collective one. And so, so when I put out human emotion, I think I put it out because I know that everybody feels the human emotion. And everybody might not have ups and downs and feel depressed or. But everybody's got their issues. Everybody's got it. You know what I mean? You walk in any house on the street, somebody's going through some kind of crisis. Everybody. Everybody. For whatever reason, we all gravitate towards what's not happening or what I need or the stress. Or crazy times. Yeah, somebody has it going. Fucking crazy right now. Everybody. So I know that our problems may be different, but everybody's not just because of What's happening politically in life? People just are always seem to gravitate towards the drama a little bit or focus on it. And I'm really just trying not to. All right, everybody. Be good to each other. You know, I love you. You know, I love talking to you, fairly normalers. After shows. And thank you guys for listening to this show. And for passing it along to whoever you think might need this message or enjoy this. We all know this show is not for everybody. But man, those of you who listen to this, 
you're a good group. You're a good crew. And thank you. And because a lot of times you fill me up. After shows, hearing your stories, you send me personal messages. That shit fills me up. It makes me feel good. Not saying it's your job to fill me up. But sometimes you wonder if people are hearing or listening or if it gives matters. And it may, it, anyone who tells you that they don't care is lying. It matters. It matters to all of us. It matters to me to know that I could be possibly making a difference. I just want to at some point. I've, been, I've had this tug at my heart recently especially. To make a difference. I just... I don't want to not make a difference. So, um, all right, everybody. And I don't think I've done a fairly normal. uh, It's been a little bit, man. We had some things going on in my house, in my life that were just a little rough. And um, it's another reason why we did. So fucking crazy so I was just about to tell you what the tough things that were going on in my life and then this song come up those of you who haven't heard or didn't know you know that the young man who wrote this song Jackson Odell was my one of my son's best friends passed away last week it's crazy that this song came up on that is takes my breath away a little bit What a singular talent this young man was at 17 to write this song. And he will be missed. And what a great young man. I encourage you to go listen to this. A lot of the songs he wrote are on the Forever My Girl album. I'm going to leave you with this. We're going to miss you, buddy. Jackson Odell, Smoking and Grind. Your cigarette will make it better, but she's just lying to herself about getting him back. She's still trying. Nothing's ever gonna change, but the time and man, it's flying while she's smoking and crying. And pull up in his old truck with a brand new girl. I saw her face as she walked into the place and it wrecked her world. Wish I could go outside and give her my best advice and tell her it would be okay. But I just drank my coffee and then I went on my way. Now she's hiding out there in her car, still smoking and crying. She don't have to go too far to figure out that she's dying. Thanks her cigarette will make it better, but she's just lying to her.
herself about getting him back She's trying Nothing's ever gonna change But the time and it's flying She's smoking, crying